It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven a deep left. Toward the line, she is gone. Aaron Judge, line one right down the line. Swung on and line to right center field. It is a base hit. Grounding third, scoring kind of from left. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center, it is high. It is far, it is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. Good morning, everybody. I guess uh, not as great a morning as other teams around the league or even the city, I guess you could say. We're back. Bomber Brothers podcast. Sean and Ryan Chichester here talking about a miserable sweep at the hands of the Cardinals. The Yankees have now dropped five in a row. That's a season high. Division leads down to single digits. Um. I don't know where to really start, Sean, but this uh, season has gone from magical to, uh, obviously I wouldn't say miserable, but I was going for the alliteration there, but uh, the Yankees still somehow are clinging to the best record in the American League by half a game after all this. So, you know, there's still plenty of reason to be, Hopeful that they can get things back on track, but right now the Yankees look pretty terrible and and they were just brutal to watch this weekend. It's been a miserable month if you want your alliteration there, magical to a miserable month. But I mean, terrible right now. You get I saw like a meme. It was like trying to switch on the whole team. And when you turn the rotation on, the bullpen goes off. When you turn the bullpen on, the the lineup they they found new and new ways to lose at each game. The first game it was a bullpen meltdown. The second game the offense didn't show up. Then the third game you had the starting pitching terrible. It, and the the bullpen was not good in that the last game either. Just all around terrible performance by the Yankees. And uh, yeah, some idiot on this podcast said he thought that the road trip was going to be a, a good like coming together moment <laughs> for the team. I can't imagine who would say that. Um, but uh, that was that was me, not you. I'm not calling you an idiot. Um, oh, I remember yeah. who said it. Yeah. Oh, okay, good, good. So yeah, they were they were freaking terrible. It was a painful series to watch. You, I, I don't know, like you think it in your head, but. You knew Montgomery was going to shut them down. Just that's the way this kind of crap works. Their their deadline acquisitions have been horrible, and I know it's only been a week, but they're they're zero and five since since the trade deadline, which is not what you want. Nice five game losing streak. First, it was the first four game losing streak of the year. Now it's the first five game losing streak of the year. So that's super fun, and uh, and and yeah, I mean, the aside from Judge and Lemayhew. There's nothing good to talk about. Boone, I thought, was terrible, especially in the first game. I, I don't know why 
Um, some of the bullpen moves he made early on, especially going to uh, uh, what's his face? What's, what's it? Um, I can't remember who it was. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking here like an idiot. Uh, Abreu, uh, going to Abreu first after Nestor. I I don't get that. Um, I know they love his stuff, but the performance just hasn't matched that. Um, it it was. It was a rough series, man. They're getting nothing out of so many positions. Like, what what do you even do right now? Well, that's that's the thing. They need to get some of their wounded sluggers back. They need Stanton and Rizzo back. I mean, it does not inspire much confidence when you're going into a game that Domingo Herman is pitching on Saturday. And he, to his credit, settled in after the first inning. And I mean... Jeez, only only allowing one run on a game when when Herman pitches and you lose is terrible. But going into the game, you have Donaldson batting third and Torres, who up until yesterday has been terrible the last three weeks, batting cleanup. It did not inspire much hope that there was going to be much offense. I mean, this Saturday lineup, when you're trying to snap a three game losing streak, your your six through nine hitters were Hicks who, again, up until yesterday had been terrible, hadn't even had a hit in over 30 at-bats. Then IKF, we all know how he is offensively. Tim Locastro and then Higgy. And again, with Donaldson batting third. I mean, it's frustrating to, to lose in a game where you only give up one run, but then you look at that lineup and you're like, well, couldn't have expected much more with, with, this, uh, with this lineup. Again, in a game when you're trying to avoid losing, losing a series. You know what? You know what it all comes back to, honestly, in my opinion, it, it's just the way. And look, I know you're going to be like, oh, well, they had this great start. But the roster and we knew this going into the season was not constructed to dominate over an entire season. They had guys they were like, oh, like Donaldson kind of is hit, he's old, but he he used to hit the ball hard. Um, we're going to try to, you know, a resurgence out of Glaber. We're going to go with this defensive first thing out of catching. We really believe in Higgy. We're not going to, um, you know, go out and get a true center fielder. Well, you know what? Even when Stanton and and Rizzo come back, you're going to have a a center field because they're going to play judge and right, I would guess, or, you know, move him to center once in a while. But when you have judge and right, you're going to have a, a non-offensive player in center. Uh, because the Benintendi trade has been terrible, you're going to have a bad offensive player in left right now. Uh, and then even even if you if if you only play one of Torres or Donaldson, you're going to have a crappy offensive perf- performer either at second if you put LeMahieu at third, or at third if you put LeMahieu at second. And um, you know Trevino's been been a good story, but anytime he needs to rest, you have a terrible. So you're going to have at least three spots in the lineup four spots in the lineup most nights that are just complete give ups. Oh no, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot all about IKF. He stinks too. I don't care if he's hitting two. His on-base percentage is terrible. He gets all infield singles. He can't do any damage. There's so many spots in the lineup. They just tried to get so cute with and go with this. Oh, we're going, you know, you don't need to have labor Torres at shortstop, but you also don't need to get a guy who is allegedly only, only a glove player at every position. There, there needs to be some sort of balance. You could have went out and got a Correa or a Seager or whoever. You could have went out and gotten a, a better outfielder, a better third baseman. But, you know, now you got all these guys you tried to get cute with. And now here you are. And th- they're just having peaks and valleys. And they're all in a valley right now. And it's it's terrible to watch. 
Invest in the freaking team next year with some real major league talent, not some old has-beens and some guys you think are going to be elite defensive shortstops who freaking stink and can't hit. Yeah, well, that old has-been in Donaldson who had the one good game in the middle game of the series, and you're like, oh, this could this could help, and then you know goes right back to coming up with the uh, what was it runners on the corners yesterday and is up three one and just swings through two straight. And strikes out. He's uh, going to cost you some prospects when they try to trade him next year. So that's going to be another be another detriment to the team. That, that's the thing. Back 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 in George Steinbrenner's day, and I don't mean to say, oh, when the boss was alive, but you know what? The Yankees make more money than anybody. Think about how the stadium's been packed all summer because they of the hot start that they had. Even though they're playing terrible right now, the the last night game against the Mariners was packed, and it it was miserable weather. It was so sticky in August, and, and you know, ninety five degrees. It, it was a miserable night to be at the game. Temperature wise, but everybody showed up because the Yankees are having we're hat we're having a historical year. They're going they're making so, the the Yes Network is setting ratings off the charts this season. They're going to make so much money. Just cut his ass and get somebody else in here that that can actually play. Same well, thing I with I can't trade him now. if you have to. I, oh. I I don't even know who's coming up on free agency. But I'll tell you what, if this team doesn't re-sign Judge, can you imagine how terrible they're going to be next year? Rizzo's a free agent too, because he's got that opt out. Oh yeah, and he'll probably take it because he's having a really good year. But I mean, I I think the bigger concern, at least right now, is how to make this team better now and not squander what was a historic historic year so far. I mean, they, I still I don't really have much worry division wise, but I'm convinced that this team is not going to beat the Astros in a playoff series. They could get tripped up. This team's not going to beat the Twins in a playoff series the way they're going. Oh, well, they'll they, always beat the Twins, but I don't they know. They lost two or three to the Reds. They're not going to beat anybody. <laughs> hey, the Reds had just been on like a five-game winning streak. So trying to keep the glass half full, they, they did just go on the road and play a legitimate playoff team and lost by one, two games, and were losing by one in the ninth inning in, in another game. I do think if you have Stanton and, and Rizzo, this could easily have gone a different way. They still played terribly, but this could have been – you know, if you have Stanton and Rizzo and they pull these games out somehow, then we're here talking about how this Yankee team finds always seems to find a way to win. This is what we were doing earlier in the season. I think we're just facing the reality that the Yankees are not as good as their record was through the first three months of the season, but they're probably better than the 21 and 23 they've been the last 44 games of the season. And hopefully they can find that peak again in the next you know, less than two months before before the playoffs roll around. That's pretty much what, what the Yankees and our us as fans are going to have to hope for because if they continue to play like this, then suddenly it's not worrying about getting the top spot in the American League anymore. It's going to be about holding off the Blue Jays and avoiding an, an epic collapse. They're going to have a huge four-game series against the Blue Jays later this month, but first they're going to have to continue to go through what's a, a really tough part of their schedule. I mean, the they just finished the Cardinals. Then they're going on the road out west against the Mariners, who they had trouble with last time in the Bronx. You know, the Red Sox are scuffling, but they always give them trouble, and it's going to be at Fenway. And then you have nine straight games where you're facing the Rays, Blue Jays, and Mets. So it's uh, it's not going to get any easier in terms of opponents. So the Yankees are going to have to figure it out, or else they're going to be hitting their West Coast trip at the end of the month in, in a really bad spot. Yeah, it's 
it, it it's not good. Um, the the pitching matchups for this Mariners series scare the crap out of me. Um, you know, uh, who knows what you're going to get out of call at this point? But even if he pitches well, they're still going up against Castillo, and I mean, I hopefully Rizzo's in the lineup, but even still, if he is. Do you think Castillo's worried about anybody but Aaron Judge and Rizzo? I mean, Olivier, he was going to get on base, but, you know, it's uh, – I'm I'm really worried about the rest of this road trip now. And the Red Sox, you know they're going to treat that series at Fenway like their World Series because they ain't going doing nothing this year. They're terrible. They're going to come out and give the Yankees everything they have. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it's not good, man. It's, it's really bad. And there's nothing they can do now. This is the team they're going to war with, and – I'm sorry, but you have so many zeros in the lineup. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what you do. Like, I what 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 happened with all like, oh, we got this this great, you know, the the pitching coach with the frisbee sliders and and all the batters were hitting the ball so hard, man. Like, what happened? It's not happening happening at all now. It's just like, okay, maybe everybody just got hot to start the year. And this is a staple of these Aaron Boone teams. And this is what aggravates me. 2018, they won what? 21 out of 22 in May, and then they're like a 500 team the rest of the year. 2020, I know it was a weird year, but they got off to that super hot start at the beginning of the season, remember? And everybody was like, oh, they got all right-handed hitters. It doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. And then they stunk the rest of the season and got bounced by the Rays in the, in the you know first real round of the playoffs. And yeah, just this is how these Aaron Boone teams are. They 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 have like a hot streak and everybody's like, oh, Boone keeps us all blah, blah, blah. And then they stink. And then everybody's like, oh, well, you know, they had that good run. They're, they're not really this bad. And then they get bounced early in the playoffs. And, and we're sitting here talking about it again. But. I, I think know. this one's a little different. This wasn't a 13 game winning streak like last year or, or a, um, like you mentioned, a really hot uh, start in or really hot streak in in May and like in 2018. I mean, this team was on pace with the 98 Yankees for like three months. I think that's a little bit more than than just a hot streak. I think this is more the outlier right now than than those winning streaks were in those seasons. So I, I think it's still fair to say that the Yankees could pull themselves out and, and get back to where they were. But like you, you know, Matt Blake was being, you know, heralded as this wizard and solver of uh, what by us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And many other people, but now collectively the pitching staff has taken a big step backward. I mean, you have Cole is getting, giving up six runs in an inning. Tyone can't figure anything out. Uh Thankfully, Cortez seems to be finding his groove. He was never going to be what he was earlier in the season, but Cortez is still a solid starter. And then Frankie Montas's debut could could not have gone much worse. Obviously, it's one start, and I I also think he's going to be fine. But it's 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 scary. I mean, like you said, the trade deadline acquisitions. Benintendi finally got a few hits this series, but otherwise, he's really struggled at the plate. Uh, F. Ross gave up a three-run. Nobody can get Paul DeYoung out. He came into the series with like a 500 OPS, and he basically won the game. Won the game in game. Uh, game one and three. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yep. Terrible. Terrible. 
you you need you need more out of so many guys. It's hard for me to see how they they get because you need Holmes to turn it around. You need Loizaga to get back to being Loizaga. You need uh, Trevino to, to turn it around. You need Cole to turn it around. You need Tyone to turn it around. Domingo Harman, I can't believe I'm not going to say anything about because his last two starts have been acceptable. You need Hicks to turn it around. You need Donaldson to turn it around. And you need Glaber to turn it around. That's eight guys I think I just named. It's it's insane yeah. how many guys right now are just playing like absolute doggy doo-doo. Doggy doo-doo. And like you I'm said, trying to keep this family friendly. <laughs> and like you said, uh, when one thing seems to start going right, another thing falters. Like the you, you just mentioned all these names that needed to start doing better. And you know, Glaber has a three-hit day yesterday after having a WRC plus of like 40 over the last 22 games. Ben Intendi multi-hit game. Hicks, who hadn't had a hit since I don't know, the fourth of July, had, went three for four, and then Montas completely folds and then f ross gives up the three-run home run in, in the bottom of the eighth and the yankees give up 12 runs even then losing a game where they had 16 hits uh it, they're just losing in any way imaginable just a month or two after we were talking about how this team finds a way to win in every way imaginable so it's it's been a pretty drastic and and frustrating turnaround and i think i think a little early on we at least me it was like okay like let's not panic every team goes through their through their stretches of you know of the bumps in the road but i think i think now it would be a time when i was like okay you you guys you can be worried now yeah i think i think i mentioned it right around the astro series like the, the astro series at home where they they won two out of four, but you could tell they weren't playing very well. They they were kind of relying on a little bit of late game magic. They had the two walk off wins, and like going into that next week, they split the series at Fenway. You could tell they weren't playing well anymore, but they were still finding ways to win. And I thought that was really impressive. That even though you could tell they're off their game, they're still doing this. And it's like okay, well, but then they're going to come out of it again, and then they're going to just start dominating. And instead of it, it's it's gone in the other direction. They went from like dominant to average but still winning and you wanted them to go back to dominant but now they're just going back to to crappy and it's it's frustrating because you need them to start you want to see them start coming out of it like the blue jays are a good team Uh, i'm not saying that the blue jays are going to catch the yankees but they're going to push them a little bit for sure i mean who knows they could catch them there's still two months to go but if they keep playing like this it's possible um but either way like the yankees look they they're they're the way they're going, you can't see them having home field if they ever make it to the ALCS. And this team should be winning. We should be talking about potentially winning a World Series. And we're not. We're talking about a team that's 12 and 18 in their last, whatever. I think 12 and 18 or something like that. 12 and 14. Yeah, well, they're 21 and 23 in their last 44 if you want to take it even further back. But it's amazing what like current vibes can do to a, a mentality when it comes to the outlook of a season. You, you think about the Yankees. They've lost five in a row, and they still, after losing five straight, hold a nine-and-a-half game lead against the Blue Jays. And we're sitting here like, oh, like, the you know, we can't even write off Toronto yet with the way things are going. And then you have the the Mets who just demolished the Braves to open up a six and a half game lead in the NL East. And you're like, oh, it's over. It's just it's like it's interesting how, you know, the current vibes kind of take over how we look at the season as as a whole. When personally, I think both the Yankees and Mets are going to be fine well, in, in just, their divisions. 
It's just the velocity of what's going on. You know what I mean? The Yankees are are falling fast and the Mets just, you know, the, the team that's that's pushing them, they just pretty much dominated for a six game series or or whatever it was. And yeah, we're gonna learn a lot about the Yankees in that regard in a couple of weeks when when the Blue Jays come to town for for four games. It's either it's either gonna be uh okay, everything's all right, and we put them buried them back in, in second place, or it's going to be okay. The next month is going to be a dog fight to avoid one of the biggest divisional collapses we've seen in our lifetime. What, not what not be, fun to it, think about. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. No, it would not be the biggest. I mean, I still think the Red Sox in 2011 would, would be the biggest. What was, so, their, you, what was their lead? They were up seven games with 17 to play. Mm. And then you had, uh, what, I don't, what was the Mets lead in, um, what yeah, was that, 2007? See, we were talking about 98. Now we're talking about the 2007 <laughs> Mets. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Yeah, things things have changed. Things have changed drastically. All right, well, what would you say is the biggest, you know, you mentioned a bunch of names that need to turn it around. What, what's the most critical part of the team that, that needs to turn it around? I, th- I think the obvious one is the rotation. I mean, yeah. like Tyone, Cole, Montas, they uh they all need to start turning in some some quality starts and and uh and 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 Holmes too. I mean, we to talk about Holmes for a little bit. He came out throwing, and I thought he was looking like the Holmes of old to start. I mean, he was burying that hard sinker right on the outside corner, and he gets uh, Goldschmidt out on weak contact. Then he's looking like he's overpowering Arenado and he just spikes one into the ground for a cheap infield single and things just immediately unravel. And then of course, DeYoung of all people hits the go ahead double on a sinker right down the middle of the plate. And then all of a sudden we have to talk about Holmes's implosion again. So now the Yankees, in terms of a pitching staff, had a historically good rotation a couple months ago with the best closer in baseball. And now he has, oh, what does he have, an ERA of like 11 in his last six or seven outings, something like that. So I'd say it's got to be the pitching staff or, or home so they can start closing out some of these close games that they've been in. I mean, they like we said, they lost two one-run games on Friday and Saturday. They It was a one-run game in the ninth yesterday. Uh you know, two run loss back on Tuesday when this dreaded losing streak started. They they just need to start winning these close games. I mean, I, I see a lot of people on Twitter saying, you know, the Yankees are losing a bunch of close games. Like they're going to be fine. One one or two things that go their way would change the whole outlook of of this week. But these are the close games that they were winning earlier in the season, and there's not much hope to think that they'll you know, get that big hit with how many people in the lineup are struggling or that they'll get that lockdown inning to keep things close because you have a Clay Holmes in the back of the bullpen. The Holmes of old's not there. Michael King's not there anymore. So it, it definitely does feel different, even though these games are close. Yeah, I, I think my I say you need to get two of Cole, Tyone, and Montas really going here. I think that will allow the bullpen to kind of re- get a little bit of rest, figure itself out. Uh, and then after that, I would say Holmes is your next your next piece. Because if you can get solid starting pitching, you know, the, the Yankees would have done fine in that last game against uh, 
against the Mariners if Cole had had put up a great performance. The Yankees would have done fine in the last game um, against the against the Cardinals or even that middle game against the Mariners if Tyone or Montas pitched well. You, you would have had two wins if you gotten decent starting pitching. So I would say the starting pitching is the most important thing, followed very, very closely by, by Holmes. You need to get two of these starters going to, you know, Nestor's given you quality uh, performances, not outstanding anymore, but very quality uh, starting pitching. Domingo's last couple starts has been fine. Um, also, so lucky though. I feel like he gets yeah, so lucky. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like the next time out, he's gonna he can get completely annihilated. I mean, what was it? Five straight batted balls to start the game on Saturday that were hit at least a hundred miles an hour. It's insane true. that he only gave up one run. I'm just I have I have more belief in. Tyone turning it around than Herman continuing to put up those kind of numbers because I think he's been ridiculously lucky. Yeah, I, I do too. And I, I'd put the lineup as last. I, I still think there's a lot of problems, but you're going to get Rizzo back and Stanton back hopefully. Although the Stanton thing's kind of been bothering me because you don't hear as many updates as you think you should for something that wasn't even supposed to be an IL stint. I don't know. It's It's been a little bit weird, but you figure if you get Rizzo and Stanton back, the lineup's going to start looking a little bit better. So um, if I could, if I could turn two guys around, it would be uh, Cole and 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 either Tyone or Montas. Uh, probably Montas would make me feel better since they gave up a ton to get him. But yeah, well, whatever. I don't even know if he should be in the turn it around discussion because you know it, it was one bad star and he's having a, a good year. So we don't even know if he needs to turn it around yet or if he just had a bad first start. Obviously, it doesn't look good when the day before well, a former teammate has his first star with a team and completely shuts down the Yankees. Yeah, he's going to use the start like that. Yeah, they, they absolutely could. And they also have just been – the offense has been letting scuffling pitchers off the ropes way too much lately too. I mean, they they had Montgomery working in the first inning on Saturday. They really were getting to Wainwright and had an opportunity to do a lot more damage and let him off the hook. I mean, not only have – not only have the Yankees pitchers themselves been turning in some some dreadful performances, but they're not taking advantage of opposing pitchers who are in the moment struggling and not you know getting that crushing blow or that punishing hit to to put it over the top. For sure, that was that was the difference in the in that last game, in my opinion. Donaldson strikes out; they had a chance to you know do some damage there. Donaldson K's he was ahead in the count. Next three and inning. one. Yep, next inning. Montas isn't Mont, Mont, Montas, right? That's how you're supposed to be. Oh, yeah, Montas. Uh, Montas. And then uh, Arenado hits the three-run homer. So that would that that's the big, big. You have to take advantage. That that's baseball. And Yankees have been throwing away some opportunities. So I don't know. I'm down bad. I'm I'm getting depressed. <laughs> um, if I was on the Talking Sopranos podcast, I'd be promoting better help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Call to subscribe. <laughs> Go listen to Talking Sopranos, all our listeners, and uh, it's a good podcast. But listen to ours first. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have anybody to give the belt to this week. It was just ter- – I guess you could give it to Judge. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, LeMahieu, maybe. Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess it would be Judge. Should we give it to Montgomery? Oh, wait, he's not a Yankee anymore. <laughs> 